You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia DeSouz. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. Letitia here. Today is the day. Today is my birthday. I am officially 50. It's a beautiful thing. Well, I turned 50 at 12, 14 a.m. I'm super happy. Well, you know, a lot of people kind of regret the aging process, but I feel like I'm aging beautifully. I'm aging gracefully. And so Letitia 5.0 is here. So I had so many people like, what are you doing for your birthday? It's a milestone birthday. Are you going to have a big party? Are you going to do this? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And so I've never been a big party person. Let me tell y'all something. I have new commitments that I've made to myself. And I'm so laser focused on those commitments that I feel like I will celebrate those things. And it's not to say that celebrating my birthday is not important, but how can I put it? Like the parties, all of those things, like I just just don't have to do that. I have two friends that came down from Chicago and we've been doing what I always do. Like I live a soft life, a simple life, and I just been chilling. And so if I could tell y'all probably the biggest flex that I have in my 50th year, my 51st, as my daughter says, it is really peace of mind. Not like that fake peace, but like peace for real. Not that I'm exempt from the problems and challenges of the world like anybody else experiences, but to really be peaceful, to really be at peace with myself, to be peaceful within, I am so thankful and grateful that I have enough peace that I can bring peaceful energy, you know, to other people. But I didn't always, I didn't always have it. I used to have so much just like inner commotion and inner disruption and instability inwardly, emotionally, that I never thought that I would get to this place. So to be in a place of peace is just like priceless. That I, and I'm, I'm, that is my biggest flex. It's not material things. It's not really all of the things that I've accomplished. It's really to get to a place of peace because I feel like everything else flows from that. So super thankful and happy about that. And um, yeah, I got new commitments that I've made to myself. Like, listen, let's let's get into it. So let's see. Is there anything else I need to update y'all on? Um Aside from it being, oh, you know, the number 50, like the number 50 biblically represents freedom or represents a sense of jubilee. And that is a life's value of mine. And so that is really a part of the, when I said I have new commitments, they um, have everything to do with freedom. And it's not just like you think financial freedom. It just has a lot to do with freedom. So, so there's that beautiful people. 
So I'm going to continue in my series of Thinking Grow Rich. And in this series, we're talking, I'm sorry, not in this series, in this particular chapter, it's talking, he's talking about organized planning. And he's talking about how um, success requires no explanations, failure permits no alibis. I just saw that. But with organized planning, he's talking about basically, you know, I got to give y'all a Letitia version. It makes no sense to create these desires, these goals, and this framework and do all of that. And then I have a plan in place for how you're going to move forward. And I want to dispel some of the mindsets that I hear where people say, now here's the thing, I don't think you have to have a a plan it's in, in its entirety, right? You can have the, the framework of a plan. You can have some semblance of how you want to move forward. You really only need the next step. However, if you don't have any way, any plan, any idea of how you're going to move forward, I think it's 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 um it's rather foolish to think that it's just gonna figure itself out. And so I hear people say, I was just talking to my friends about this, like, well, the same God that gave you the vision will give you the provision. Well, if that was the case, everybody that God has given a vision to would would see clearly how to to map it out and how to go get it. Or, you know, people just just have these sayings. If you don't plan, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. All of these things. Listen, here's the thing, guys. Put a plan in place. Doesn't have to be a full-fledged business plan, but put a plan in place. I don't care if you have it written down on a napkin. If the first plan, according to the book and just regular real life, doesn't work successfully, replace it with a new plan. You can originate your own plan, but you usually need minds outside of your own to fill in the gaps in your plan or either to identify the gaps, the opportunities, right, that, that's in your plan. So that's why he focused on forming a mastermind alliance because other people can see where your plans may need some tweaking or where they may not be the most practical or they can see the things that you can't see. They may see ways to get there faster. So leveraging the mind and the ideas of other people is really, really huge. And so this is why coaching, listen, I don't care if you have a business or not. If you, two things that I think are so crucial in people's lives right now is a therapist and a life coach. Life coaching because all coaching is life coaching. So even if I'm a mindset coach, I'm a business coach, whatever my specialty is, it's still life coaching. So even if we're talking about your life plans, you need minds and insight and wisdom and perspective outside of yourself to help you get there. So let me give you an example. Um, I just came back from Charlotte last week and I went to work on side with one of my clients in my accelerator plan, right? So we met one day, mapped out her entire vision for 2023. The next day, For a little while, we met to meet with her team so that we could share the vision with the team. But when she and I met, we we got to okay. Where do you want to go? Where do you where do you envision yourself? Where do you see yourself? And then we reverse engineered a plan. This is what it's going to take to get there, right? 
What do we need to do in terms of your systems, your policies and procedures, the people that are on your team? What do we need to do in terms of personal growth? What do we need to do for marketing, for sales, for like all of these things? We looked at every single part of her business and even of her personal life because it's going to require personal growth. And we we did a brain dump. Then we put it together. I had a, a business plan template, if you will. So everything that we came together with, I was able to synthesize that information and put it to a plan. So we have our 2023 mapped out. You know what we're going to do? We're going to check in monthly. She and her team, we're going to check in because guess what? If something is not working or needs to be tweaked in that plan, then we're going to tweak it accordingly. But we didn't just start and say, hey, here's where I want to be at the end of 23, 2023. Now let's just pray and hope that I'm going to get there because the Lord will provide because the same God that gave you the vision is going to give you provision. No, you no. So we have a solid plan. Here's the thing. Your plan does not have to be etched in stone, but moving in a direction of some semblance of a plan, usually you get the things that need to change in the plan as you have one and as you're moving in the direction. So if you don't have a plan that's practical and actionable, you're really doing yourself a disservice, okay? So let me say something else that he says about the plan. A lot of times, you will experience what is called temporary defeat in your plans. And this is where most people quit because a lot of times that desire and the commitment to that desire wasn't strong enough in the first place, right? So here's what happens, guys. This is why personal growth is always going to be the most, most, most important because Defeat happens, challenges happen, adversity comes, like all kinds of things happen. You need the grit, the resilience, the fortitude, the focus to be able to move through those things and still stand flat-footed on what your desire or your plan is. I was sharing with someone last week. I have a vision board, right? It's not just my business vision, it's my life's vision. And so every time I revisit the vision board, I don't have to do a vision board every single time because the vision remains the same, even though the players may change. I've seen the players come in and out, but the vision is the vision is the vision is the vision. I feel so clear on that that vision, right? So even when the plans change, I'm not like, oh, this vision is not going to happen. No, the players have just changed. The route has changed. Like the GPS, we're rerouting, but we're still going to get to the vision. So that's super, super important to have a sound, workable, actionable plan and not just think that you're going to get there by default. Okay? Let's see what else. So let me tell y'all something that, listen, this is why I said I wasn't just reading things Grow Rich, but I was studying it, right? As many times as I've seen this before, he's talking about ways and means of marketing and that for the most part, practically all great fortunes began for people getting compensated for either personal services or from the sale of ideas. So, If you think about it, I said before in another podcast, it could have been last week, monetize what you master. The key to your financial lack is probably in your mind and something that you're familiar with, that you're always sharing with people for free, 
and you can you can do it blindfolded or you can talk about it blindfolded and you've done everything but market it and sell it. So a lot of times um, have businesses in us and we have means of income in us that we've not tapped into. If you think about most of the fortunes being made from the sale of personal services or ideas, how much money could you make by selling personal services? Coaching is a personal service, but some people, how much money could you make by selling your ideas? I'm saying, if you think about all of us have creative acumen and we simply need to tap into our creative acumen. All of us have life experiences. All of us have things that we've mastered, mastered enough to help somebody else to get through it. And so that's your money spot right there. So a lot of times we're around scratching our heads. Which way should I go? What should I do? And we're looking around everything but the obvious. Listen, people associate you with something. Already, even if you don't have a business, there is something that when people look at you, think of you, they associate you with something. If you don't know what it is that you do well, that you commoditize, then perhaps you want to ask other people. Forever and ever and ever, people kept telling me, like, um, my cousin was like, you're a heart whisperer, like you can just see right through people. And then one of my clients was like, you're a mindset coach, why are you making this difficult? And I was like, because I don't want to do mindset coaching. So listen, I went through all of this complication, making things so super complicated, only to come back to the place that every single person that I coach with, even though we're transforming their businesses, we're transforming their minds first. We're dealing with limiting beliefs. We're dealing with conditioning. We're dealing with childhood trauma. We're dealing with a shit ton of things that need to be transformed to lay a solid foundation for whatever they're selling or for whatever business it is that they have. Does that make sense? So forever and ever and ever, I was like, I know there's got to be more. There's something that I want to do. And then I, I would be out and about and people would just start talking to me and pouring out their hearts. And before you know it, I'm giving them advice. Every single place that I started to go, plane, train, automobile. And I was like, is there a sign on me? No, duh, there's not a sign on you. But this should be your sign that this is the thing that you've been given to do. And here's the thing, guys. I can guarantee you that your most powerful place, your most prosperous place is something a lot of times that's so familiar to you that you overlook it because you need for something to be complicated so you can continue to give yourself an excuse for not doing it. But a valid excuse is not the same as a valid reason. And so here's what a lot of times we do. Let me tell you the most dangerous three words, three of the most dangerous words you can say to yourself. I don't know. Because usually I don't know is a lie. I don't know. Put your mind in shutdown mode. And, and it's not it's not putting your mind in creative mode to think through to a solution. I don't know. It just shuts it down. Everything is figure outable. Everything. Thing is figure outable. So instead of, I don't know, how can I do this? How can this be done? What 
solutions can I create? Do you know what I mean? Start getting curious with yourself. Start inviting your creative acumen to solve for these things that you shut down on. Because when you shut down, you're shutting down your own prosperity. You're shutting down your own promises, the promises that God has for your life. You're shutting those down with, I don't know. You already have every single thing that you need to be successful. I I promise you, let me tell you something. For years, I kept saying, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. I don't know enough. I'm not ready. I need to learn some more. I need another seminar. I need this. I need that. When I finally took action, do you know none of those things was really necessary? It was my own mind that was telling me these things because it it um it prevented me from taking action sooner than I originally would have or should have or could have by saying, I need this or I need that. And I'm telling you, I know I'm not the only person. Y'all go around and around and around with these cycles about you need this, you need that, you need this information, you need that certification, you need this missing piece, you need that. And, and, and guess what? If you just do it with what it is that you have, you'll get the next piece. You'll get the next part. I was just telling, let me tell y'all, y'all know I'm a recovering perfectionist, recovering, but I had my client do a video. I just did an impromptu video. We were on the rooftop bar in Charlotte talking about her experience with me. The sun was glaring. The technical quality was poor. If you think about videos, guess where that video went? Right to LinkedIn. I don't even have the lower third added on it. When I have the lower third with the hashtag Letitia Fix My Firm, I will re-add it. But guess what? Get in the habit of taking action imperfectly. Get in the habit of moving towards your plan when you don't even have all the answers, when you don't even have all the pieces. With the pieces that you do have, put those in place, and then the other pieces will come in place. But if you're waiting for this perfect plan, you are going to be wasting a lot of time. You're going to waste time. You're going to lose money. You're going to lose money because you got to think about the cost of opportunity. What is it costing you to not take action. That's the thing. Let me tell you something. When I learned this, it changed my whole mind. A lot of times when you need to go do something, you're making the decision based on money. Oh, I don't have the money for that right now. How can you create the money? Okay. Is the money that you need to create? That's one thing. What is it costing you though, not to take action now? What is it costing you if you're going to be in the same space in another six months and in another year? What is it costing you? A lot of times you're not thinking about the opportunity cost because your subconscious mind is trying to just convince you to stay in place. You know how people run in place? And so you can run in place and you can sweat. And you can really feel like you've had this rigorous workout because you're getting your heart rate up, right? And so a lot of y'all are just running in place. You're doing a lot and you're sweating and it looks like you just really got a lot going on, but you're not moving. You are running, but you are in place, okay? RIP, running in place. And I'm saying, so what are we going to do to move forward, right? You just got to start thinking about that. And I think that sometimes... You know, we've gotten so accustomed to being coddled. Sometimes you just got to call a spade a spade. I'm not moving. I'm not living up to my potential. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that I'm going to fail. 
I'm afraid of how I'm going to look because I don't have all the answers. I'm afraid that I'm going to be judged when I put myself out here. I'm afraid that I'm going to put this out here and nobody's going to buy it. I'm afraid that, you know, I'm afraid of the responsibility when people, when the clients do come flooding in that I can't handle it, whatever it is, put it out there. Put the fear out there so you can move through the fear and move with the fear instead of the fear paralyzing you and causing you not to move forward. Let me tell you something in these 50 years that I've learned. I tell people this all the time. I would rather it be good than look good. I see a lot of things that look good, a lot of businesses, a lot of people. And the the beauty of my life and my work is that I'm privileged to get behind the scenes. And when I get behind the scenes, sometimes the things that I see, they are heart-wrenching and heartbreaking because people put so much more time, energy, attention, money, and resources into perception and into people perceiving that their business is well, that their business is prosperous, that their lives are this or that their lives are that. Putting so much time, energy, and attention into that instead for people who at the end of the day don't really care about you like that. They don't, right? Most people are self-interested. What if you put that time, energy, and attention into it actually being good? If we if we pivot, my friends said I always use that word. If we pivot and we put our energy, our time, our attention, our resources into actually being good, what would that look like? Girl, I don't give a damn what you think it looks like. It's good over here. It's good because... When we put our time, energy, and attention into it being good, we're building from the inside out. We're building in a way that is is sustainable. Does does that make sense? I was telling uh, somebody the other day, I don't know who it is. I was like, listen, the other thing, now I got all off Napoleon Hill. Well, it's whatever, right? The other thing is I've gotten so far away from comparing myself to other people, but also listening to people who give me advice unsolicited about where they think I should be or what it is that they think I should be doing. Because guess what? Letitia is not doing a damn thing until she feels like it and unless she feels like this is the right thing for her. You looking from the outside in, you don't understand my path. You don't understand you know, and I, and I don't owe you an explanation for it. But over here, I'm good. Over here, my heels are locked in. I'm locked and loaded. I'm working a plan that just like you don't see grass growing, right? You look up and you'd be like, shoot, we need to cut it. So I'm working my plan. And so it's important, going back to what I was talking about, about planning. See, it always comes together. Put your plan in place. Set your goals. Here's the thing about goals, guys. You're not locked into a plan. If something doesn't work, my coach was talking about goals. He was like, goals change all the time. Don't get focused on the minor things. Goals change. The thing is you need a framework and something structured so that your energy can be channeled in an organized direction. That's the biggest thing. It doesn't mean that you're locked in to this way or that way. If it doesn't work, pivot it until you figure it out. Let me tell you something. I would be all over the place and people would be like, what you doing now? 
Like, what you doing now? Because it bothers people when they can't put you in a particular box or say you do this or say you do that. You know what I was doing? I was testing things. I was trying things out. I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to find my path. I was trying to find my sweet spot. I was just trying to find my purpose. And so to the people who were like, oh my God, you're unstable. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Now they're looking at me like, oh, you're doing so many great things. What if I had allowed that judgment? What if I had allowed the lack of understanding of people to um, hinder me, to stop me in my path? No, you got to get laser focused on where it is that you're going. And you don't, people don't have to understand. You need to understand your own vision. You don't have to expect people to understand a place where they're not going, a place that they can't even see is possible to go. I've been looking at stuff. I'm I'm on a solution before people even know that there's a problem. So I understand that a lot of times my mind, what I'm seeing, it exists outside of most people's mind. I've just come to accept that. Listen, I was talking to somebody very close to me the other day and I said, the person, <laughs> the person told me that they thought I was a genius. And I said, does most of the things that I say to you make sense? Or do sometimes you think I'm batshit crazy? They said both. But it's, it's usually more on the make sense part. And I laughed so hard and I said, thank you for your honesty. I wasn't offended. If your ideas and what you envision and what you see don't sound crazy to people, it's not big enough. If everybody you share your stuff with, which I don't share things with a lot of people, can envision it and can see it, it's probably not even big enough. So I share sometimes with people that are close to me, what I see in, in my mind's eye. I can share it, I can see it, and then when you get the look like, oh, okay, I was that's how I know. I'm like, I know I'm in the zone. I know I'm in the vein because it's getting that you're out of your mind. Look, I'm out of your mind, babe. And it's really okay. I'm out of your mind. Just like I'm sure people have said things to me that I find to be odd, that I find to be weird because it's not, it's no need for me to understand. But all of us have the ability to tap into something that catapults us into greater levels of peace, greater levels of prosperity, greater levels of those promises, you know, being materialized in our life. You don't, you think you just here to just live, pay bills and die? I mean, to just pay work, pay bills and die, not really live, just exist. Is is Do you think that you are here for that? Just to work, just to pay bills, just to die. Just to put off really living until the opportune time when you have enough money, when this is just right. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. You got to seize the day. You got to make these moments yours. You got to do what you want to do because you want to do it. And listen, for me, life is going to have to submit to what it is that I'm trying to do right here because I'm not stopping. I am absolutely not stopping. My value, my values, one of my values has always been freedom, but I'm really laser focused on all the ways that I need to free myself, free my mind, free my body, you know, just 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 free myself. And one of those things has really been other people's opinions, other people's thought processes about it, it can sometimes sound contradictory because I leverage other people's thought processes, but they need to feel like they resonate with where I'm going, right? But other people's processes, throwing that out, throwing this out so that I can be laser focused on what is in front of me and work my plans. Here's the thing, y'all. My plans used to be so complicated that I couldn't even implement the, the damn, damn thing. It was so complicated because... 
Complication is a little insidious trick of your mind. Something can be so complicated and then you get overwhelmed because you feel like it's so much and it's a lot. Let me tell y'all, these things are so simple now until it's like, why did I overcomplicate this all this time? Because the truth is I wasn't ready or I didn't think I was ready, right? But I don't know that you will ever feel fully ready for whatever it is that you're doing. Just move ahead. Just create the plan. Move ahead. The plan don't work or it's not working. Pivot. Leverage the ideas, the minds, the mistakes, the lessons from other people. And the most important thing is just to keep going. They're just the most important thing is to keep, keep going. I know for me, when I have something in my mind that I'm going to do, which there are one, two, three, four things in particular, maybe one, two, three, maybe three or four things in particular that are top of mind right now. There, there's just no stopping me because everything is created twice and it's already been created in my mind. So I'm simply walking it out and planning it out in, in practical ways in real life, okay? So it's important to have a plan for your life, your business, like a life's plan. We talk about business plan. What's your life's plan? What's your life's vision? My business vision is a greater part of my life business because I'm so much more than a coach. I'm so much more than just what it is that I do for a living. But some of y'all out here just freestyling in life, no plan, no direction, just flying by the seat of your pants and wearing yourself the hell out because your mind, your thoughts, they're not in an organized direction. I want better for you. So that being said, happy birthday to me. Send me all them good, good um, not wishes, prayers, and all that other kind of stuff. If you, you know, all of that, I, I thank you for that. I thank y'all for listening. Um, I'm just really excited for what this 50th year brings. I love each and every one of you. Have a most beautiful day.